Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hey guys, welcome to I've Never Said This Before with me, Tommy D'Addario. Today's guest is someone who I have been jamming out to nonstop lately. Leanne Pinnock is best known for being in the multi-platinum selling British girl group Little Mix. She got her big break on the UK version of the popular show X Factor, where Little Mix was formed and then went on to take over the world for 11 years. 70 million records worldwide, five UK number one singles, touring with Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato, you know, things that are really easy to achieve. (laughs) But now, Leanne is stepping into her solo art artist era. With two hot singles that dropped this summer, she is embracing the genres of music like Afrobeats, UK Garage, R&B, and dance, and they're truly reflections of her love of music and her black heritage. And if these singles are any indication of what we can expect with the album, well, it's going to be pretty damn special. So today we go deep as Leanne opens up about things like breaking free from a group dynamic to share her truest self to the importance of loving yourself enough to know your worth and also how she's reclaiming her own power. And we get a little sneak peek into what's to come on her debut album. Leanne feels deeply and I am so grateful that she shared her beautiful soul with me today. So... Let's see if today we can get Leanne to say something that she's never said before. Leanne, my friend, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's been a minute. It's so good to see you. Looking fly as always. And you. Looking lovely. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you. You have so many exciting things going on right now in your life. I I follow you on the gram. I see every other day. I feel like there's something new that's popping up and exciting Uh for you. (laughs) Yay. God, yeah. Lots and lots going on. But um, yeah, all exciting things, all good things. Good. Well, I love to hear that. I want to bring it back for a minute now. I know a lot of people are very familiar with you, obviously. But for those listening and 
those who want to get more familiar with your work, I want to give a backstory because I think it's so cool when I read this about you. I don't hear this about a lot of people. I certainly didn't feel this way when I was a young kid, but I know at the age of 11, you you decided you were going to be a pop star. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I just How, How in the world <laughs> do you know that at that age? <laughs> I think I knew earlier than that. I think it was... Um... I think it was from the age of nine, actually. I just loved to sing. I sang all the time. And yeah, I don't know. I think from that young age, like I had this like obsession with singing and the want to be on stage as shy as I was. So I was really, really shy. But I just, I don't know. I just always loved it. And then I never let go of that. Was there a pop star at that age that you particularly loved and said, oh, that's going to be me? Oh, at that age, I can just remember loving the Spice Girls. I just remember looking up to my sister. Um, we had like a Stars in the Rise in school where um, you basically just dress up as your favorite artist, whatever, and, and perform. And my sister was in the Spice Girls and she was Mel B. And I remember watching her and just being mesmerized. But yeah, I can just remember loving the Spice Girls. Okay, which one were you? I was obviously Mel C growing up, so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 100% Mel B. Yeah, yeah. Melby's great. I mean, come on. Love yeah. that. So that's so cool. So you knew from a young age. And then obviously the world met you in about 2011-ish, I want to say. It was the first time we saw you auditioning on The X Factor. And you went on to be put into the girl group, Little Mix, which of course is one of the most successful British girl groups in the history of pop music in, in the world. So what was that kind of decade of your life when you were a part of that group you know before you took the hiatus how would you describe that period of your life I mean I imagine it must have been a whirlwind yeah I mean we went from four normal girls just from working class families and just like to all of a sudden our lives changing overnight and we became these massive pop stars and it was just like we didn't even get a second to comprehend what had just happened or process it it was just gone like and had the most amazing 10 years of my life and so much fun and accomplished my dream and like we we've toured around the world like we've won so many awards and we've broken records like yeah it's it's incredible were you able to appreciate everything as you were going through it in the moment or was it just this machine that you were a part of mm -hmm. that it was hard to reflect on and say oh my god i did that i'm a badass well yes it did go like it was constant go, go, go. Like you didn't really get a second to, like we hardly even saw our family, you know, like we were just constantly working and we had to, like we knew we had to, we had to graph to get to where we wanted to be, especially for a girl band. Um, but then I do remember like moments where I would step back and I would just say to the girls randomly, can you believe this is our life? Like, why am I still pinching myself? Like this is, this is actually like, we are living our dream. Like, this is wild. And like, there would be moments like that, but you'd have to just, just step back and, and, and just look at everything that we'd done. And like, yeah, it's, yeah, wild. It's truly an outer body experience when you can have that moment in your life and your career and say, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this, right? And I think those <laughs> magical moments are things we never should lose. Real quick, was there a oh. moment that you remember that vividly happening for you? Kind of like, whoa, is this happening? I mean, I feel like there were like many moments where that happened, but I think, the thing that's the one thing that sticks out was when we performed at the Brits. We won our first Brit Award and we performed at Madison Square Garden the next day, uh, supporting Ariana Grande. And like it was like two days of all these incredible things that we'd 
set out to achieve, like win a Brit Award, like was on our bucket list to to do and to perform at Madison Square Garden, like an absolute dream. So yeah, to be able to knock those things off like in two days was just like yeah, dream. Wow, yeah, you've you've accomplished so much, and now. Now you're in a new chapter of your career. It is your solo era and you are killing it with the music that I have heard. It is on my gym playlist. Yes, I dance to it at the gym. It is so fantastic. So many questions for you. So what made you decide to launch a solo career for number for number one? I don't think anyone in the group ever saw the end, if that makes sense. Like five years ago, like we literally thought we would be together forever. Like that's just what we saw um but I think being in something for so long like 12 years we was in this group and I think it just came to a point where we were like we need to do this on our own like we need to know what it feels like we need to experience just standing on our own two feet it's just been such a crazy journey so far but I just think it was just the right time for all of us and I imagine there must be personal messages that you would want to put out in your own music and and the girls as well that in a group sometimes it's hard to be able to do that right like you you have your own voice you have your own identity and there are things that you live and experience that I don't and other people don't and you want to put that in the world right 100% 100% and if you can imagine like not really being able to fully express yourself for that long and I love writing and like me and Jay did quite a lot of the writing in the group and to now be able to go into rooms and talk about all of the hardships and the struggles and the great stuff and just just everything that's ever weighed on my heart like I get to now fully express that and put that into my art and oh it's just the most liberating feeling. Well, and you say that you now are also super excited to explore black music and Mm. to dive into that in a way that you've never been able to do that before. Talk to me more about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Little Mix was like a predominantly pop music girl band. Like that was what we were. Um, And I just remember like sometimes being in sessions like, please can we write an R&B slow jam? Please can we write an R&B slow jam? Like, but that just wasn't what it was going to be um so yeah it just it it feels amazing you know like the music that I'm into the music that makes me me the music that I'm connected to and I've loved listening to growing up like R&B reggae like Afro beats like this is all music that that inspires me and and makes me up like I say so to get to explore that fully and wholeheartedly is is just incredible an incredible feeling and you commit. That's something I really admire about you is you put in the work. And I know you went to a songwriting camp in Jamaica, right? Mm. What was that like? Yeah. So Jamaica is basically my second home. So I'm caught Bayesian, caught Jamaican. And yeah, I go there every year. My granddad lives there. So to actually write music there, like that is something I would have never been able to do before. So yeah. And it was my first, basically my, one of my first camps that I did. And it was where we actually got the bulk of the album as well. Like it was, it was a phenomenal camp. Like it was so good. Some of the best producers and writers and like people that I now consider as family. Like I've just, that I love and I know that I'm going to get great stuff with. Um, so yeah, it was an amazing camp. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. So what does that mean for someone who's not in music, like a, a songwriting camp? Do you literally like move in somewhere for a few weeks? And, and what yeah. is it? So, yeah, you basically um, so we had a place in Jamaica. It's called G Jam. It's like a um, it's got studios and like rooms. And uh, we all basically moved into the complex and was there. I think it was about a week that we did. And you wake up, you go to the studio and, and there's different rooms and everyone's just vibing and writing and bouncing off each other and it's just an amazing place for creatives to connect I guess and like even if you don't come out with songs like you've you've managed to connect with other writers or other producers and made bonds and it's it's really cool I think the fact that we was in Jamaica as well and like just like the scenery like songs sound sounded different when I was there does that make sense like, mm. I don't know what songs have a different sort of feeling and meaning knowing that I'd done them there as well like it's was great i get the sense that you feel deeply with your music and you write from a place of feeling so authentic and and real and and you're not writing things based off of ideas that don't exist i get the impression you write things based off of truly lived experiences is that right yeah it is um i feel like i don't know i'm quite a deep person like i love really hard i'm quite emotional like in touch with my feelings and like I love to speak about how I feel as well and like being in the studio and getting the opportunity to get things off my chest and like put them down on paper and sing them and put them into songs like 
I think it's for me it's it is basically a form of therapy like I I love it and I set out knowing that I wanted this album to feel personal and for the first time I can really let people in and and show people who I really am and and I can do that through my music is that hard for you to do oh yeah <laughs> it is it is it is as much as like as much as I am quite an open person and like I wear my heart on my sleeve and like if I'm in a mood or if I'm not right, you're going to know about it. Like, cause I just can't keep things in. Um, there's something about like going into a room with people you don't know and telling them your deepest, darkest, like that feels strange and, and hard. And like so many sessions, I just cried and cried and which I think's normal. You know, I'm like, I'm talking about all these sort of struggles and things that I've faced, like whether it's stuff that's from the group or stuff like in my relationship, like there's just so many experiences that I can now fully let go, I guess. Yeah. And through letting go, you're helping so many people listening who are going through similar things. And that's what's so cool <laughs> about music is it connects all of us. And and I love when artists like yourself really speak on things that can help somebody in, in such a real way. So I think that's amazing. Your songs, I mean, the singles we've heard so far, like My Love, Oh my God, that is fire. Talk to me about that one. How did that that come to be? And did you always oh. have an idea for the video? I mean, everything about it is beautiful. So much. Yeah, so my love. Um, so we did a camp in London, actually. Um, and it was, I was working with Dio, uh, Cam, Hassa, uh, and then uh, Chris Riddick as well. So it's like my little writing family. Um and like I, I remember listening to a Sharkey's album and like sort of getting this, just absolutely loving what he did. And then wanting to sort of incorporate all these different genres and just create something like new. And I remember when it started to come about, I was thinking, like I messaged my A&R and I was like, we're doing something that's just so exciting right now. It sounds like there's a bit of Afrobeats in there. There's a little bit of Am piano, but then it's a little bit folky as well, like, and a bit of pop. Like, I don't really know what this is, but it's so good. And um, I just got that feeling. I just knew that it was going to be the one. And I was right. It's just the reaction's been amazing. And I feel like for me, like this, this is everything that I could have ever seen for myself as an artist, like this song. Like this is my arrival, like my stamp. Really? What what makes this your stamp? I feel like you watch the video and like, it's like a thing where you sort of see me settle into myself, maybe. It's a feeling. It, it just feels right. And yeah, the fact that we got to go to Lagos and shoot the video and like Iris Starr features on it and she's just phenomenal. It just feels like me. Yeah. Even the dancers, you hired local dancers, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was really important. And I think like the dancers, are oh, the energy is just so beautiful and, and raw and just oh, amazing. The whole thing's a vision. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. And shout out to Meji. Meji um, Alibi, he's the director just he just got it so so good this is it's so rewarding for me to to be sitting across from somebody and seeing their entire face light up with pride because that's what we all should want in the work that we do and we don't always get that and at different points of our lives we do have to make some sacrifices in the hopes of getting there one day and you are there you have arrived and you see that with this song i also liked your your debut single which i thought was great <laughs> don't say love and and i think the messages in that are super powerful about loving yourself enough and not 
settling for being undervalued or underappreciated. Where did that song come from with your life experience? So yeah, Don't Say Love. I feel like it was just like the perfect introduction for me. And like, it allowed me to speak on something that I'd experienced and that feeling of like being like overlooked or undervalued. And like, sometimes I did feel that when I was like in the group. Um, And I speak about it in my documentary, Raise Pop and Power. And I really wanted to sort of express it creatively, I think. And I felt like I wanted to put that into my first single and almost lay it to bed. It's quite exhausting talking about race, if I'm honest. (laughs) It is. And um, I think I wanted to, yeah, sort of like put it to bed, you know, and like it doesn't define who I am. It's something that I will continue to, to speak about, but in a way where I've created my foundation for the Black Fund. And it's like, if I'm honest, actually, I'm tired of speaking about it. I want to do something. And that's why I created that. So yeah, I think that's where Don't Say Love came. And I mean, it's a bop, you know, it's um, it's got the garage influences in there as well. So yeah, I thought it was a perfect introduction. Do you feel like race is something people want to talk to you all the time about? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like obviously, because I did do my documentary um, and I have been very like honest and open um, about like my personal experiences with race. And like, I think I have definitely got to the point now where I'm like, I don't always need to talk about this you know because like white artists won't get these same questions and they can just focus on the music you know so it's like I think I should be able to focus on the music yeah I think so too and I think there's a fine line between putting out messages that matter and trying to share your story and your truth but also then not having to be a public speaker about it 24 seven, seven days a week, you know, it's always been something that's important for me to speak up on. And like, I'm really happy that I have. Um, But yeah, as I say, like, for me, it's now about action, which is why I created my foundation. And I think, yeah, it's amazing. You did that. I'm with you 100%. We can we can speak about things till we turn blue in the face. But it's about putting money where amounts are and making things happen. So rock on for that. When you look at your whole collective album, which I imagine, hopefully, we will be getting sometime soon, maybe, maybe. Oh, well, I mean, I can't wait to put the album out because I just want to tour. Like, I just want to see my songs come to life, sing it in front of my fans, perform, and do what I just love to do and do best. But, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping next year. 100%. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Next year, we're waiting for that. What, what would you say is the overall theme of it or is it also different like how would you describe this album as a whole oh i mean i'd like to think of it as an open letter um talking about as i said before yeah just my personal experiences um i think i'm going to bring people into my world and get to know me more um i love the fact that it explores all of these different black music genres that that i love but also the pop girl that i am will always come through too it's exciting when you when you think of what you've just accomplished assuming that the album's done right not done yet not done yet okay almost done we'll say when you look at what you've done with it all do you feel successful at this point in your life um yes i'll tell you why I feel successful because I feel very rich in love. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I don't know. I think everything that we accomplished with Little Mix and everything that I did in the group, like 
so proud of and like we did so incredibly well that now for me everything that I do going forward like literally is a bonus you know like I this is the time where I can just enjoy it and enjoy making art that is just coming from within me like so yeah I do feel successful because everything that I'm putting out I'm proud of and I think it's very different going from the group where we were getting like number ones and like the numbers were huge and whatever like now I'm I am a new artist so it's gonna take some time you know like and I basically have to start again and that is like crazy because like I'd been in the industry for like 12 years and now doing it all basically from the start but then kind of not doing it from the start because I still have a bit of a fan base it's it, honestly it's just it's very different and wild but um yeah the answer to your question is I do feel successful well and that's such a uh, an aha moment you just gave me by saying you're a new artist because I would never consider that for you and I think most people would say wait what does that mean because you have been in the business for a while now and have had such massive success but you're right when you when you strip it all back and and look at what you're putting out now yeah you are a new artist does that does that freak you out or is that just freeing witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I definitely have my moments of like whoa like 
I really got to do this all again, don't I? <laughs> like, okay. Um, the hard work doesn't stop, basically. Yeah, no, it, it obviously it does feel freeing because, as I say, I get to just do what I want to do. There's no more compromise, you know, but it like I do have moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is hard. But um, I want to do it, you know, like I'm just going to keep going. And as I say, like, I'm just so proud of what I've already put out. And I've only had two songs out, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm excited for people to see the different sides. And um, I guess I'm building a whole new fan base, too. Like I I kind of always knew that not all of the Little Mix fan base would come along with me. So, yeah, it's the fun part, I guess, is now, yeah, building, building on what I have. So you're at a point in your life and your career right now where you're about to put something out into the world in a few months next year that is a whole new you. And mm-hmm. you have had a certain amount of success in the group that you were in. And now you're going out, as you say, as a new artist. So how do you not let that take over your entire mind and being in the, in terms of oh my God, am I going to sell X amount of records? Am I going to is this single going to be good? Are people going to watch the video 10 million times on YouTube? Like, how do you let go of it all? And I think this is so applicable to anyone in any profession who has something big about to happen for them. Like, are you able to let go of it all? I think like I recently I had to um, delete Instagram and like come off social media because I was becoming obsessed like with like looking at views and likes and comments and this and that. And it's like, oh my gosh, Leanne, like stop. Like, it's okay. You're doing fine. You don't need to put this added pressure on yourself. And like, yeah, I had a bit of a moment, but I think it's like the want to do really well. And like, I know I am, but like, I guess there's always going to be that sort of pressure, you know, like I've come from a machine that was fucking doing all of these records and like getting these numbers and, getting these number ones I can now yeah it's just like little old me and like I don't have my sister's hands to hold and like there's extra pressure because I'm doing it on my own so yeah I think I just have to sometimes just step back because it can get a lot I think and just trust trust in the process and like know that I'm doing great doing good (laughs) yeah yeah you are you are and it's it's super inspiring when anybody goes out and does something new and risky so to speak right and and you're doing this on your own terms which i think is the most rewarding and hopefully that will keep you really grounded throughout it all right 100 so true mm. so fill in this blank for me okay my new album is a celebration of oh a celebration of power mm. regaining power mm. yes Oh, you just gave me chills. <laughs> yeah. Regaining power. Okay. I love that. That could not be more badass. I'm here for that <laughs> answer. Speaking of power, what would you say is your superpower? Oh, my superpower. I think my superpower is one of them I would say is drive. Um, I get it from my mom and my sisters. Like they just they're always grafting they're always just working hard and like nothing comes easy you know like you have to you have to work for stuff anything that's worth having you have to work for and yeah I just I think I've just seen my mum just constantly constantly work her ass off and it's just inspired me and it's kind of been ingrained into me 
You know what's really crazy when you just said that? And go with me here. I'm a little woo-woo-y, so just bear with me. But for some reason, I'm in New York City, and I got a flash of you doing Broadway. No way! Yes, I did. And as soon as and 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 drive. I mean, you have to have so much drive in in any mm-hmm. obvious you know artistic endeavor, but live theater as well, and doing eight shows a week. And I don't know. I, I had a flash of like Chicago or something. Would you ever do Broadway? Wow. Do you know what I've? I would never say never to anything. To be honest, um, I feel like if it was like the right thing and like the right opportunity, who knows? It's a lot. It's a lot of work. So yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right. You never know. Hey, if, if that happens, we're going to play this back. And I don't know, I need a career change as a psychic or something. <laughs> when you think about your little self dreaming big and fast forwarding to now and, and everything you've done in between, what are you most proud of? Mm. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm proud of being a mom. Um, to my babies um I'm proud of like how I managed to juggle things um but I just feel like that's just women in general like I feel like we are just superhuman in that sense like I don't know how we do it but we do um I'm proud of just like everything that I've everything that I set out to do when I was young like I'm proud that I managed to do it you know um and I think a lot of that was one yet hard work um I think even when people told me that I couldn't do it or like people put me down like I just just didn't care from such a young age like I just I did not listen and I truly believe like that that sort of constant manifestation and and just believing as much as I could like was a big part of it And I believe you when you say you're proud because I can, again, see you light up in your face. And you probably don't take a lot of time, you know, regularly to say, oh, this is what I'm proud of. Right. I mean, who does that? No, it's important, though, to to sort of step back and and say that. Yeah, because like if you don't say it to yourself, like, yeah, you need to. 100%. 100%. And that's and that's such a good role model for your your beautiful kids and how lucky are they <laughs> to have that uh, in a mother. I think that's amazing. So yeah. the name of the show is called I've Never Said This Before. Yeah. And I am wondering if there's something you've never said before. I know you've done a million interviews, but is there anything you've never said, whether it's silly or something deep, anything that you can think of? Ooh. Oh, gosh. Um, do you know what? We, yeah so many interviews over the years and I'm like I feel like people know everything oh my gosh okay I think I've got something what do you got um part of the album um just something I've been thinking about lately a lot like Instagram like things are always appear to be so perfect and roses and just you only really show the best on Instagram right and like I think about like relationships and like my relationship with my husband and all the stuff we had to go through to get to where we are today. And I think like a lot of the time people are quick to not fight for relationships and kind of like end it, like if something happens or whatever. But in my experience, like fighting was the best thing I could have ever done. Um, And we're in a place now where it's like, just the the best place ever 
um, and that's all down to to fighting for something that you believe in. Yeah, there's my spiel. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because you're right. A lot of people don't open up about the tough times that they go through in relationships and you see one glossy image on social media. So I think that's really cool that you remind everybody fight for what you need and want in your life. Right. Yeah. And I think as well, it's about not listening to what's the word like outside voices and outside opinions and like letting them in just doing what you want to do, you know, and what, feels right to you so yeah oh well if that information is in your memoir and those life tips well i can't wait to read it because that is valuable information leanne i love chatting with you you are such a joy you you radiate energy that is so real and positive and and truly grounded and we've chatted before I have to say, I feel like you're in this new chapter of your life with even more confidence and and assuredness of who you are. And it's really cool to see. Oh, thank you. Gosh, yeah, when we last spoke, that was that was some years ago. Um, yeah, a lot's happened, a lot's changed. I definitely feel like, yeah, I do feel like a new woman. I do. I think as well, like taking on this solo era and career and just the more I go into it, the more I feel empowered and like, yeah, I can do this, you know, I can do this on my own. Yes, you can. You can do it. You can do anything. You're super woman <laughs> and I am here for it. I will always be cheering you on and supporting you. I can't wait for the album when that drops. I will keep supporting your singles. Let's get that memoir out. We're all ready to read it and keep being the amazing light that you are. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you, Tommy. Of course. Proud of you, mean it. And I hope we meet again soon. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've never said this before. It is hosted by me, Tommy D'Addario. This podcast is executive produced by Andrew Puglisi at iHeartRadio and by me, Tommy. I've never said this before. It's part of the Elvis Duran Podcast Network on iHeart Podcasts. For more, rate, review, and subscribe to our show. And if you like the episode, tell your friends. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Tommy D'Addario, and I hope this show encourages you to say something that you've never said before. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. 
Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.